Jim Hill. How are you, sir? Hey, Chris, how are you, my partner? Thank you so much. And everybody, hello. And uh, my name is Jim Hill. And on behalf of uh, of our general manager and uh, president at CBS2 and J and uh, KCAL9, Jay Howell, welcome to this very special event called Meet the uh, 2020 Draft a Class of the Los Angeles Chargers. And I can hardly wait to get this thing started, Chris, because we got uh, three players we're going to talk to today, three more tomorrow. This is really going to be cool. We're going to talk to uh, Justin Herbert, Joe Reed, and I'm telling everybody now, he gets more airtime than anybody's supposed to get tonight. K.J. Hill. That's all I have to say. Is, so, it, is that your nephew? Is that is that your nephew? Is that what you're claiming? Well, our family <laughs> tree has many branches. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Jim, I, let me ask you this, because one of us used to be a Chargers rookie, and it wasn't me. So what do you remember about – your rookie season with the Chargers? Being in awe of being in professional football, uh, being in awe of seeing all these all pros and people that uh, uh, that I had been watching for a long time. And then we started playing the games. And I'll never forget, it was a preseason game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I got put on the kickoff return team because I raised my hand and shouldn't have. But I was anxious to touch the ball. I, I, I got the ball right on the goal line. I I'm, I'm, promise you this is the truth. I'm running right up the gut. I get to like the 35-yard line. I make a cut, go to my left, get to the 45-yard line. I get tackled, tore my cartilage, and my season was over. Oh, well, yeah. you know what? I have a surprise for you. I, I thought you may need a refresher because your rookie season was cut short, but we yeah. have some exclusive photos Oh, no. I don't know oh, no. if Jim Hill has seen before. I hope we can get those up right now. Look at this guy. See, Look at he, this guy, 1969, because this was your true rookie year, Jim. You had seven interceptions this year. And look at him. Look at you tackling one of those Kansas City Chiefs with that number on the helmet. I love it. Hit him in the head. Hit him in the head. That makes him dizzy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> look at this. Isn't that cool? Have you seen these before? No, no, this is almost like this is your life. It is. I got to give credit to our, our buddy, our mutual buddy, Ty Now. He found these photos over the weekend going oh through the archives. God. We have some amazing shots of you. And uh, we'll get these to you, Jim. Don't you worry about it. But I, oh, I'm, no. I'm oh, so thrilled to show these to you. Oh, you know what? Somebody's going to pay for this. Oh, oh, there I am. I'm necktying somebody right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to, oh, and here comes a cheap shot by me. I know that that's what's happening look right at there. You. Look at look at look at you can see your face. Uh, Jim, I love it. I can't wait to introduce these guys. Oh but before we do that, though, a, a couple of housekeeping things that I, I want to just get out of the way before we get to the rookies, as Jim is still in all of those photos, which I love. But the Chargers have a, a couple of really cool promotions coming up, Jim. And the first you have to know about this one. It's called Bolt Up Your Small Business. Now, one local small business can win a promotional and digital marketing partnership with the Chargers leading up to the 2020 season. Of course, small businesses have been feeling an incredible strain during the COVID-19 pandemic, and the Chargers, they want to help. So visit chargers.com slash bolt up business. And this next one, Jim, this is right up our alley here. The Rock the Mic promo, enter to win the opportunity to be a reporter for the day, interview a player, perhaps maybe one of these rookies that we're going to talk to today, following a game at SoFi Stadium outside of the Chargers locker room. The interview would be posted on the Chargers digital channels. Visit chargers.com slash rock the mic, rock R-O-C, without the K, to enter. That sounds pretty fun, Jim. 
Uh, I'm going to try out for that. Maybe I can get a job out of that. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, CBS 2, Bolts on 2. What a way to kick off our, our partnership tonight. But four preseason games this upcoming season. The Dallas Cowboys, the L.A. Rams, the Seattle Seahawks, a playoff team from a year ago, and the NFC champion, San Francisco 49ers. This is going to be all on CBS 2, Jim. And, and what a way to get ready for the preseason with high-quality opponents like this. Not only that, but playing in a brand new stadium in Inglewood where everyone is so excited about what's going to happen. Uh, the Chargers, there's a lot of excitement around this ball club this year. And uh, I think that that um, there's going to there's gonna be a few surprises. And I think the Chargers are going to surprise a lot of people because you're getting back some people that were hurt last year right in the middle of your your offensive line. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got some you've got some really good wide receivers. You've got a you've got a terrific running back. you got a you've got a nasty, angry defense. And um, I think that things are going to kind of mature along as far as your quarterback is concerned. A lot of people are going to be surprised, I think. And speaking of the quarterback and some of these young guys, let's get into them. Let's introduce these guys and, and get to know them a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. The, the first guy, 42 career starts at the University of Oregon, a Rose Bowl champion, the number six overall pick, Justin Herbert joins us. This next guy, UVA, a first-team All-ACC as a kick returner and as an all-purpose guy, fifth-round wide receiver Joe Reed, and the all-time receptions leader from Ohio State. A lot of people think that this was a steal in the seventh round, Jim. K.J. Hill from the Ohio State University. Gentlemen, welcome. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for having us. Doing well. Thank you. Doing good. Yeah, first of all, Justin, let's uh, start off talking about you. How have you uh, – have things kind of calmed down for you just a little bit? Are you still going 100 miles an hour because you're trying to get used to uh, being a professional now and, and trying to get in that playbook, even though we are hampered by uh, by what by the the, the, uh, the disease that we have going around? Yeah, great question. Definitely tough circumstances for sure. Um, but I made the drive down to, to L.A. a couple weeks ago. So I've been living down here and uh, setting up everything, getting to work and um, getting the playbook, throwing, running, doing all those great things. So. Um, it's been great so far. What about the verbiage? Have you? How, is that kind of confusing to you right now? No, it's not too bad. We've we've been fortunate enough to have some meetings, so we've been able to go over it. Um, had a lot of time to spend on it, so um, it's pretty similar to what we did at Oregon, just um, a little more complex. So we're getting after it. And Chris, a lot of people want to see Justin in action real, real soon. So we have to take it nice and easy because this is a little bit different than than collegiate ball. Well, Justin, I want to show you something. You've probably seen it a hundred <laughs> times over the last couple of weeks, but I think you you kind of called your shot with the Chargers. We got a, a picture of you wearing a Chargers T-shirt as a kid. Look at this. <laughs> this is incredible, man. I, I still, every time I see it, it blows my mind. And you, you even has schoolwork. You you're you're gonna live in California, Los Angeles. Look at that. You don't like fish pizza, which is incredible. I've never had, I've never heard of fish pizza. Your favorite team's the Chargers, and you're going to be a professional football player. You called your shot at a young age, Justin. How has the last couple of weeks been knowing that all of this has happened? It's been incredible. It's it's one of those things where you have to kind of pinch yourself. And um, I think a couple of days after the draft, I told my parents that I was going to drive down. And um, I think they were a little not upset, but uh, maybe sad that I was leaving, but they knew that uh, it was for the best. And, um, I think probably the greatest part about that is that uh, not only did I call the shot, but um, I called the Chargers moving back to L.A. Um, and so I thought that was pretty special. Uh, you nailed Justin, all of it. Jim, have you ever had fish pizza? 
Fish pizza, Jim? Have I had who? Fish pizza. Justin said that was his, the, the food he dislikes the most. Hey, listen, I can top that one. Have you ever had pickled pig's feet? Can't answer that I have. Uh, well, okay then. See, don't, don't. <laughs> and, and also, uh, you know, so when, we, when we think about it, uh, uh, Justin, you, you're coming in in this rookie class. You've got two really, really good uh, receivers right here. So this could be the tandem of something to build on. Not only you get to know each other this year, but for the future and establish yourself as uh, one of the greats of the game. It's a great opportunity. Uh, just like you said, you know, I think KJ is coming down here pretty soon. So uh, especially with Joe, we'll, we'll get to work as soon as we can. And um, it's a great opportunity for us. And um, it's a chance that we've we've always asked for. And um, I know these two guys are going to do everything they can. And um, I'm really looking forward to it. And and Joe, as far as you're concerned, the, I was uh, reading up on you. It, it's really amazing, you know, the uh, your humble uh, background that you come from. But there was something that I wanted to ask you, and it's about a saying that uh, that you try to live by. It is earn, not given. Where did that come from, and what does it mean to you? Yeah, so that's something Coach Lindenhall brought into UVA football when he got here. You know, we had to earn everything. You know, everything in the locker room, we had to earn our jersey numbers. Um, we had to earn our, our chair in the meeting room. So, you know, it was just a really – you know, work as hard for everything that you want. And if you don't work for it, then you're not going to get it, um, especially in this program. So earn not giving is something that I've been um, working through and living by since Coach Minahal got here at Virginia. What has your family told you about the next step in becoming a professional? Yeah, you know, just be smart and, you know, carry myself like a professional. Um, you know, now it's, it's bigger than myself. I'm representing myself and the Los Angeles um, Chargers. So, you know, really just – being smart in my actions, being smart of who I'm being around and everything that I'm doing. Chris, he's going to be a good one. He's going to be a real good one. He is going to be a good one. And he mentioned his college head coach, Bronco Mendenhall. I had a chance to catch up with Coach Mendenhall to talk about Joe coming to the Chargers. Here's a little bit of what he had to say, Joe. Then I want you to react to this. Hi. So I didn't recruit Joe. I inherited uh, Joe. And I watched every recruit. I stayed up most of the night that was currently signed. And uh, there was one player, and of the many that I liked, but there was one specifically that was my favorite on high school film that I had just instantly had a feeling about, oh, this guy, he's going to be special. And it was Joe Reed's film. That's pretty cool. And the fact that he didn't recruit you, but he said his first night in Charlottesville, he looked at your tape, said that this is going to be the guy he's going to ride with. How does that make you feel? Yeah, so actually at my home visit, when he came to visit me at home, you know, he told me the exact same story. And, you know, the reassurance really helped me because I wasn't too sure what was going to happen. Um, the previous coach had recruited me for about three years. And then, you know, right before the spring of graduating high school, there was a coaching change. So I was kind of uneasy at first. But after Coach Mendenhall came to my house and told me that story and, you know, told me how excited he was to get to work with me. Um, it, it was definitely an exciting moment for me. And, you know, from that day on, I've trusted everything he said, everything he's taught me, and we've just gone from there. All right, let's talk to uh, talk a little bit to uh, to KJ right now because, KJ, uh, you uh, you got a name to live up to, my brother. I mean, KJ Hill, because our family tree has many branches. You know, KJ, somewhere down the road, we just might be and could be related. KJ, I don't know if you can hear because you just got put back in here. Can you hear me? Jim, I think KJ's having a hard time here right now. So we'll try to get his audio up. 
Um, and, and go back to Joe real quick, because Joe, you were first team all ACC as a kick returner and as an all-purpose player. So speak to what you think you can bring to this Chargers team on a very uh, explosive offense, but you can do a lot of different things, Joe. Yeah, so that's something I really take pride in. You know, when I'm studying plays, I try to study each and every position. Um, I feel like I'm a guy that you can you can put literally anywhere in the offense. So, you know, I take pride in knowing where each guy is lining up, what each guy has to do, because I never know when, you know, something might happen, somebody might go down and I can jump in. Um, and just play ball. So, you know, I, I really like just playing football, whether it's, you know, inside, outside, in the backfield. Um, and on top of that, I love changing the game with special teams. So whatever phase that might be, you know, special teams can be really a huge game changer for, um, for our team. No doubt. You know, Chris, when I'm, I'm here, sitting here and I'm watching watching Justin, and Justin, I'm watching you watch these two fine uh, receivers, and, and it's almost like you can hardly wait for the three of you to get together and really start to establish yourself. This is a really cool way for you to come into the league. Uh, you've got some established veterans as wide receivers, and you have these two gentlemen that are going to be great wide receivers as well. Oh, definitely. I've, I've been able to watch some film of, of these two and especially some of the receivers already on the roster, and um, I'm really excited, and, and I think the receivers are the, the quarterback's best friend. So I'm um, really excited to get to work with those guys, and um, I'm really fired up for the opportunity. Yeah, Chris, we uh, we got we, this, this is really amazing when – I remember when I came in, you know, a lot of guys were kind of shy and didn't want to talk a lot. But we're talking to three young, mature men who want to come in. They are professionals and they're going to make big contributions to this Los Angeles Chargers football team. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And and the thing, Joe, I go back to you, too, because. Uh, you look at this wide receivers room in, in this running backs room um, when, when you see guys like Keenan Allen and, and Mike Williams and Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, Joshua Kelly, another rookie in the backfield. Um, how much does that put you at ease knowing that you can learn a lot from these guys while at the same time also producing? Yeah, that's the thing I've really been doing, you know, watching these guys. I've been watching a lot of film on all the guys you just named, seeing their play style, seeing what, what works best for them in this system. Um, and, you know, just getting out there and being able to line up beside them and compete with them is going to be very exciting for me. Joe, how, Joe, how can uh, – oh, there he is. KJ, can you hear us now? Can you hear us now, KJ? Oh, he's, it, look, it looks like he, we're still having a little uh, difficulty with him. He can't hear us. KJ, can you yeah. hear us? I can hear you. I can hear you, Chris. Okay, KJ can hear me, Jim. I don't know. He may be having issues on that side. But l- let me ask KJ this. KJ, all-time receptions leader at The Ohio State University. Um, what was it like when you heard your name called by the Chargers? Man, it was a dream come true, you know. I always dreamed of my name getting called, even just seeing my phone ring, you know. Um, I just, you know, I had a lot of uh, – it was with my family, so it was one of the best moments of my life. That's so cool. And we had a – I want to throw to something because uh, our Haley Elwood talked to Chris Carter last week, uh, a, a former Ohio State wide receiver. He had a lot of good things to say about you. Let's go to this clip, and then we'll have you react to it. I think he's been an all-around good player. He has great hands. He understands football. He understands route running, leverage. Um, that's the reason why he's been able to be successful. If you look at all the players – the records that he broke in pursuit of becoming the all-time receiver at Ohio State, a lot of those guys went on to have pretty good pro careers. So if he's able to continue growing that, 
then he should be able to be able to make a contribution to an NFL team. I tell you what, Chris Carter, David Boston, Terry Glenn. I mean, there are so many amazing Ohio State wide receivers. Uh, what does it mean to be the all-time leading receiver? Man, it, it took a lot of hard work, you know, but just to even know, like, my name being in the same categories as those guys is just a blessing, you know. Um, looking at that video, Chris Carter, he, um, you know, mentored me last year because I was going to come out um, and enter my name in the draft. But, you know, he told me to maximize here. You know, that's a big part in that, uh, me staying in school. And uh, I feel like it helped me out a lot. And uh, he told me my talents and maximize my uh, career. Did no record. And as Jim, far I, as yeah, I, ahead, I wanted to ask I wanted to ask Joe a question. Joe, I wanted to find out how are you going to keep from being in awe now that you are in the NFL? Yeah, just staying grounded. Um, you know, continue to be be humble, take it day by day, just like I have been. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. Just just staying grounded. Don't let the the process get too big for me. Um, just keep the faith. When you talk about the process, do you know what that process is and how you can get through this process to be successful? Yeah, so we've been talking in our meetings just about how to maximize our abilities here in the league. And that's just going to come from using resources, um, using my time well, um, learning from, from the older the vets. And, you know, the combination of those three things, I think that'll help a lot with the process. And Justin, how anxious are you to get with uh, your new teammates and to so they can learn you and you learn them and, and get this thing a rolling so that, you know, there's a lot of wonderful things that can happen because you are living right now in the sports capital of the world. A ton. I mean, it's a wonderful opportunity. And, um, you know, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm down here. So I've had the chance to lift with some of those guys, some of the offensive linemen, um, a couple of receivers and and just being around those guys is cool and just to get to know them. Um, and so uh, I know one day we'll, we'll go out here really soon and start throwing the ball around. So uh, whenever these guys show up, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And um, it's, it's definitely helped us so far. And I'm um, going to keep, keep doing that and looking forward to it. And Chris, it must be, must be really interesting and, and sometimes difficult for, for these uh, young men to try to get to know each other when we have to go through what we are right now with this, uh, with this pandemic. It's got to be an adjustment. KJ, what has the adjustment been like for you to, to do all of this virtually, to meet your new teammates via Zoom and having to learn the playbook uh, remotely? I imagine it's not what you expected, but you make the most of it. Yeah, you got to make the most of it. You know, you just adapt to the situations, you know. But um, I am feel like learning this way is going to have me have it down packed, you know. Um, I'm going to kind of uh, got it go out, you know, and – move through it, get that muscle memory of plays and stuff like that. But I feel like just learning, like like I was in the classroom, you know, would help me um, learn the plays even more. Yeah, KJ, this is Jim. Can you hear me? No, he still can't hear me. But, Chris, ask him who his, who his favorite wide receiver is in the NFL and why. I will. KJ, I, you can't hear Jim, but he wants to know who your favorite wide receiver is, is in the NFL and why. Uh, my favorite wide receiver was Jarvis Landry. Um, biggest part about Jarvis Landry game is just you you feel him, you know, when you watch him play. Uh, he has that dog mentality about him, and, you know, he lets you know every time he uh, dominates. And uh, I just love that about him. And, you know, I feel like we got a similarity in uh, in our games. And what about Joe? 
Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Mike Thomas. Uh, just, you know, the production, the swag on the field. Um, just how Harry carries himself. So that's what I would go with. And, Justin, what about you? What uh, what quarterback in the NFL uh, really impresses you, One, someone that you really would like to have your game uh, pattern after? Yeah, I would say Tom Brady. Um, he's one of those guys that has, has had so much success and just the way he, he goes at the game and how smart he is and um, just the way he's handled everything. It's It's been really fun to watch. And uh, one of those guys that uh, you just want to model your game after, the way he throws, the way he reads defenses, and, and the way he plays the game. Yeah, and all those rings kind of help too, don't they? Doesn't hurt. <laughs> Chris, this is a well-rounded group of uh, young men uh, that the Chargers have, and uh, I can – I can see nothing but really good things in store for them on this team. Yeah, the, the foundation has been built, you could tell, with all these guys. And, Justin, uh, Mario Cristobal, your head coach at Oregon, um, he just had nothing but glowing things to say about uh, the, what the Chargers are getting in Justin Herbert. Uh, let's hear from, from Mario, and you can react to your coach. Justin himself, I can't say enough about this guy. And I get it. Look, when you get guys on – on your show to talk about their former players and how they're getting drafted. I'm sure they all gush about him, but I, I take a good hard look at what this young man has done academically on the field, the adversities have to overcome between the coaching changes, the injuries and what he's been able to do with all that stuff. And the fact that he's just getting started, he's just scratching the surface. I mean, I, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for a, a better, uh, coaching opportunity to be around a guy like him, and I couldn't wish a better situation for any NFL team than a guy like Justin Herbert to be on that on that team. Wow, Justin, uh, Justin, that's that's absolutely incredible. I'd like to I'd like to talk about the I'd like for you to talk about you just got through hearing talk about the adversity that you had to come had to overcome. You're going to have adversity every game in the NFL. What what did you learn in college about adversity and how to overcome it? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. When I first showed up at Oregon, um, Oregon has historically had a lot of success. They they were in the national championship a couple of years ago, and um, my first year we went four and eight. And um, I came in midway through the year, and uh, our our coaches ended up leaving and uh, had a new coach the next year, and then the next year after that we had another coach, and so we went through three different offenses, a bunch of different strength and conditioning programs, um, a couple broken collarbones, um, some injuries like that, and. Uh, we just went through a lot. And so from four and eight to 12 and two and winning the Rose Bowl, uh, we had a core group of guys that stuck through it and uh, stayed together. And it, it could have gone a bunch of different ways. But uh, just to be around those guys and, and to go through everything we did was was really great. And then you go down and, you, and you are, you're the MVP at the Senior Bowl as well. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was one of those things that uh, I didn't want to shy away from. I just wanted to go compete and have fun and, and get better. So uh, it was a great week. Really enjoyed it and um, glad the way things turned out. And when you were there at the Senior Bowl, did you see? Uh, did you get a sense that sometimes that some of the other players that were there from around the country were they may have been in awe of you because of everything you have accomplished? No, I don't think so. I think uh, there were just so many talented guys there. It was just it was just fun to be around them, get to meet them, and and things like that. But uh, I don't think anyone was 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 too in awe of me at, at that time. Chris, I know better. I heard stories. There were some guys out there that were in awe of him. He's, he's being cool. I, I like that. I like that. Hey, his, his pre-draft process was incredible. He showed up at, at all the big events, whether it's the Senior Bowl, the Combine, his pro day, and did really big things. Hey, KJ, I want to ask you about Keenan Allen and sharing a wide receiver's room with Keenan Allen. Daniel Jeremiah 
uh, is the NFL Network's lead draft analyst. He said that of all the wide receivers in this deep, perhaps by the deepest wide receiver class that we've ever seen in, in really the history of the draft, you were in the top three or four in terms of hands. And he said his advice to you was to just shadow Keenan Allen and, and learn the, the ways of being a pro, route running. Um, what is it going to mean to you to, to share that room with Keenan? That's going to mean a lot. You know, I feel like I can elevate my game, you know, watching him, you know, taking in because he's a vet. You know, he's been doing it for a long time. And um, I feel like me and him, you know, sharing the same attributes, but we not get open. You know, I watched his I studied him a lot in college. Um, the way he maneuvered in the slot, the way that, that was, um, I'm, I'm real familiar with his game, but it's going to be like uh, a great thing to do um, following him. Chris, please uh, ask uh, uh, Kasia, what does he think is the the best part about his game? Is it his, because I heard him mention some really wonderful things. Is it his route running? Is it his uh, a mental approach to the game? Is it his, his hands? Uh, can he intimidate uh, the, uh, the defenders? KJ, Jim wants to know what your number one strength is as a wide receiver. I know you possess a lot, but what would be number one? Uh, I feel like number one is my hand. Uh, I, I, my whole career at Ohio State only had nine drops, you know, 200 and something. So, you know, I just feel like my greatest strength is um, so You might get in every time then, but so confident with my hand. Justin, you hear that? Only nine drops at Wayne <laughs> in college. That's incredible. That's music to a quarterback's ears. Yeah, I heard it, and that's uh, that's good to know. <laughs> hey, Jim, I have to ask Joe something. I want you to respond. Joe, can you tell Jim what frog gigging is? Because I think he may he may want to connect with you on a couple of things. That's funny. I, I knew that was going to come up here. <laughs> you knew you could. We had about I'm four listening. minutes left. Yeah. So uh, I'm from a small town called Charlotte Courthouse, Virginia. You know, we got about 500, a little over 500 people. One of the things we like to do is gig frogs. So when it gets dark, uh, we'll hit the pond, get in the John boat and, you know, basically just go out there and, and spear frogs. So you shine a light on them. And then you gig them with the spear, um, take them back, take the legs off, and fry them up and eat them. Hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> Let them know, Jim. Oh, yeah, no, because remember earlier I talked about pickled pig's feet. You know, in Texas, that's where I'm from. That is, is something that a lot of people eat, tech, uh, you know, pickled pig feet. But let me tell you something, uh, Joe, since we talk about frogs, when I was in college, I wanted to get a, find a way to get kicked out of my biology class. I found a way. I took a cherry bomb firecracker because, you know, you have labs, right? And you got to dissect a frog. I got a cherry bomb firecracker. I put it in the frog. I sewed it up. I put it on a gurney and slid about halfway up the aisle, lit a, a match to it. I blew the frog up and it was frog stuff was just everywhere. The professor, this is a true story, Joe. Listen to me very carefully now. The professor was writing on the blackboard. He never turned around. He said... Mr. Hill, get out. <laughs> yeah, so we had history on doing a lot of things. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> he, he, Nothing more needs to be said, I guess. You got that right. <laughs> he knew, man. Hey, before we before we wrap up, uh, one last question for everybody. I just want to remind uh, folks that we're doing something really cool on Chargers.com, a dog draft. And this is something that has caught a lot of steam. Uh, they're partnering 
the Chargers partnering with LA Animal Services to help these undrafted free agents find their forever homes. You look at these five pups. These pups are available, and they'd be a great addition really to any team. So go to chargers.com slash dog draft, build your puppy roster, and find out how you can help the undrafted free agents in our local shelters. So something that really really cool things that we're doing on, on chargers.com, Jim. Justin, when you think about uh, all these things, there's going to be a lot of a lot of uh, pressure put on your time because, you know, coming in as the number one draft choice or just like the other two gentlemen, uh, how are you going to manage your time when you know uh, everyone is going to want to talk to you and everyone's going to want a piece of uh, Justin Herbert? Yeah, football comes first. Um, and, and my family has been real supportive in that way. And they know um, – when it's time to, to get to football, they know to, to kind of give me my space and, and uh, I'll always be there for them and they'll always be there for me. But uh, football comes first. So uh, anything I have to do for to the playbook, uh, throw and run and lift and those things, uh, those those take priority. And we are all going through something that uh, we're learning some life lessons. And Justin and uh, KJ and Joe, I'd like for the three of you to talk about what you are learning from this controversy that we're going on, that we're going through now. That will not. We're not talking about that will help you be a, a great football player because we know that's going. That eventually is going to happen. But how is this going to help you to be, uh, to grow up to be a young man, a responsible young man that gives back to the community? And guys, before you answer, give us 15 seconds. We have about 45 seconds left in our program, so about 15 seconds each. Oh uh, yeah, just um, you know, appreciating everything, being appreciative, and understand that a lot of people will be in different different circumstances. So anytime you can. I give a reaching hand it always help. KJ, what about you, bud? I need what was the question? <laughs> just just staying positive in times like this. Uh yeah. Um, you know, I just always kept God first, you know. Um things happen for a reason, but as long as I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and keep yeah. it God first, I know everything will play out like it's all uh like it will. And Justin, you have the final word, my friend. Don't take anything for granted. Um be around your family, spend time with them, enjoy the little things. And uh, you never know when they can be taken from you. And uh, just to, to enjoy every moment and, and really live in the moment. First class players, Jim, but more importantly, first class people, Justin yeah. Herbert, Joe Reed, KJ Hill. Welcome to the LA chargers. We, we can't wait to see you on the grass very shortly. And uh, Jim, we're going to do this again tomorrow with, with three more rookies, but uh, these, they have a lot to live up to. Let me tell you. I think they're prepared. They'll do well. And, and in listening to these uh, young men, they're going to grow and mature to be outstanding citizens that give back to football and back to the community. And they're all going to, as I always like to say, keep the faith. Okay, before we get to part two of our Meet the 2020 Draft Class event, I want to remind you that during this unprecedented time, Select Physical Therapy is focused on patient safety. Their centers remain open and offer a clean, safe environment for you to receive rehabilitation services. You don't need a doctor's referral to begin care, and they now also offer tele-rehab. You can easily connect with a licensed therapist through web-based technology that is HIPAA compliant right from the comfort of your home. Select Physical Therapy is the preferred sports rehabilitation provider for the Los Angeles Chargers. Visit selectphysicaltherapy.com to schedule an appointment today. Pulse on to Meet the Draft Class Show with your hosts, Jim Hill and Chris Harey. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to night two of our Meet the Draft Class virtual event alongside the great Jim Hill. I'm Chris Harey. And Jim, we had a blast last night. I'm expecting more of the same tonight. 
Oh, more fireworks, that is for sure. And first of all, Chris, I'm, I'm thrilled and honored to be here with you again this evening. And on behalf of Jay Howell, who is our president and general manager at CBS2 and KCAL9, we are delighted. We are thrilled to be the official home of the Los Angeles Chargers. And like you said, you, we had a great time last night, but I think we're going to have even more fun this evening with Joshua Kelly from UCLA and, uh, That's right. and Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma and uh, Blake Gilman from, from Notre Dame. But of course, I think, Chris, we have to start out with the local product with a Joshua Kelly because he's 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 an amazing young man who's done some amazing things in his college and rather in his uh, in his college career now going into the pros. And Jim, I'm sure you've seen it. You're you're sensing a theme here with not only are these guys great players but they're great people off of the field. And you're going to see that tonight with Alohi, Joshua and Kenneth. Uh, a couple of housekeeping items to get to before we get to the guys, because uh, the Chargers, they do a lot of cool promotions on, on Chargers.com. And we have two right now that you definitely need to check out. And the first one is for small businesses. The Chargers, um, they have a promotion called Bolt Up Your Small Business, where one local small biz can win a promotional and digital marketing partnership with the Chargers leading up to the 2020 season. Of course, small businesses have been feeling an incredible strain during this COVID-19 pandemic, and the Chargers, they want to help. So visit chargers.com slash bolt up business. And Jim, I mentioned this last night. This is right up our alley. Rock the yeah. mic promo, enter to win the opportunity to be a reporter for the day, interview a player following a game outside the Chargers locker room at SoFi Stadium. Could be one of these guys that we're talking to tonight. The interview will be posted across the LA Chargers digital channels. You want to visit chargers.com slash rock the mic to enter. R-O-C, no K, rock the mic to enter. And Jim, of course, CBS2 is the home of the Chargers in the preseason. And the preseason slate is looking pretty good. I'm sure you got a, a glimpse of this, Jim. Look, Cowboys, Rams, Seahawks, and San Francisco 49ers, the NFC champs. Uh, what a great slate to get prepared for the 2020 season. And the home games will be played in the new stadium in Inglewood. And, of course, it is going to be the Taj Mahal of, of every NFL stadium uh, in the United States. And it may be the Taj Mahal of any any stadium or arena in the, in the world when you, when you think about uh, – what this facility is going to look like, it's going to provide uh, the home team with a, uh, a coliseum kind of atmosphere. You remember the, uh, yeah. the, the gladiators where the, when you make noise, the noise stays right in the, in, the, in the bowl. So I can hardly wait to get this thing rolling. It's one of those places where I've heard it the last several months. You're going to have to go three or four times to explore just to see all the bells and whistles that SoFi Stadium has to offer. So look forward to seeing everybody out there. Jim, what do you say? Want to get to it? Let's get right to it. You know what? Let's start with Joshua Kelly, running back out of uh, out of UCLA. It's really right, amazing. I'm going to introduce all these guys real quick. I'm going to get right. them all in there because Joshua, of course, a fourth round pick, UCLA. Uh, it's it's rare to find somebody born in Inglewood who's going to play his professional football in Inglewood. So Joshua's here with us. Set, uh, first round pick, Kenneth Murray. The Chargers gave up a second and third round pick to move up into the first round, number 23 overall, to get this punishing linebacker from Oklahoma. And finally, the safety from Notre Dame, a 2019 captain. The Chargers have drafted four defensive players from Notre Dame since 2017. Alohi Gilman is the fourth. Gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us. How are we doing today? Good. 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 Thanks for having me. I love it. Jim, you go for it with Joshua. All right, Joshua, first of all, you know, congratulations. And, you know, there are not that many people that have done 
what you are doing, and that is grow up, grow up in an area, play college in the same area, and now playing in the NFL. That's that's quite an accomplishment for you. And and I'd like for you to talk about what it means for you to be playing uh, professional football and actually your own hometown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's really surreal to me right now. Uh, get a chance to actually play college football at UCLA and then get a chance to play for the Chargers. It's a heck of a ride. Um, I'm excited. I can't wait. And uh, I'm really grateful, humble for the opportunity. What's the what's the problem? Were you surprised to be with the Chargers now? Uh, man, you know what? I'm not really surprised. Uh, you know, God, it's all his timing. He works things out. And I'm just just waiting for my name to get called. And they're up there and they called me. So I'm just grateful. I'm excited, man. Part of the Bolt gang now. So. You know, we got Lowe, he got Kenneth, man. We're all here. We're all juiced up. We're excited. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. It sounds like this this, ro- this rookie group is ready to come in and, and start rocking and rolling. Right, J- Joshua? Absolutely. Yeah, we ready. <laughs> yeah, Chris, it's going to be a lot of fun watching him. It is going to be a lot of fun watching Joshua. And I want to get to Kenneth now because, Kenneth, the Chargers, they moved up at number 23 overall, gave up a second and third round pick to get you. When you got that phone call, explain what that was like when you got the call from the Chargers who moved up to get Kenneth Murray. Man, it was something I completely didn't expect, to be honest. Um, Really caught me off guard. You know, I was sitting there, obviously, you know, waiting on my, my, my phone to ring and you know, you know, the phone rings and it was actually area code from, from Indianapolis. So I was just like, that's weird. And so I answer the phone and then hear <laughs> hear the, the GM say, Oh, you know, it's the GM from the Chargers. Um, and that's when, you know, like like I said, the emotions just took over. But it was just so crazy because, you know, they're they're probably probably the least team out of you know, all the teams that I I, I talked to that, you know, they lost they talked to me kinda the least. I mean, we had a formal meeting at the combine, but you know, pretty much other than that, you know, that that really was it. So uh, it was just it caught me by surprise. But I'm so grateful to be a charger. How about that? Another wrinkle into the the process. Tom Telesco used to work for the Indianapolis Colts. I guess he still has the same area code, Kenneth. (laughs) (laughs) He got me for sure. I ain't going to get (laughs) fake. Jim, Kenneth, you you look at this defense, uh, all three levels of the defense. You have a, a guy like Joey Bosa. Then you have Kenneth at the linebacker position. Then you have a cornerstone player like Derwin James, Jim, to have a leader and, and a guy, an impact player, a blue chip player on each unit of the defense. Uh, that, that's a big deal for the Chargers. Yeah, it really is. And when, you, when I think and in, in, in listening to you talk to uh, Kenneth Murray, uh, I, I think of a, of a phrase that he's a bad man. He's, he's a, a bad, bad man. He is a bad man. It's one thing for a club to give up a draft choice to get you. It's something else when a club gives up two picks in order to get you. That that tells that tells you that they expect you to come in and, and contribute uh, right away. Kenneth, do you get that same feeling that the Chargers uh, are, are looking at you as coming in and, and contributing immediately besides just on special teams? Well, you know, I think, you know, my conversation with the coaches, you know, right now it's just really just been, uh, you know, harping on me getting, getting the playbook down and um, really just, you know, just studying the playbook. So, you know, for me, you know, I – Nobody has higher expectations for, for, for me than me. Um, and so, you know, just for me, I'm just, you know, trying to grind out with this playbook, trying to control what I can control. And, um, you know, whenever I can get out there to L.A. and, and we can get to grinding, we're going to grind it out. What are you learning about yourself, uh, Kenneth, as we're going through uh, this this uh, 
this this horrible disease that we're going through right now. What are you learning about yourself? Well, I think, you know, for me, um, it's just kind of just giving me an opportunity to just really just, you know, do the things that I harp on all the time, you know, controlling what you can control. You know, that's really what I, I'm sticking to right now. You know, I understand that, you know, we're going through this time and it's a it's it's not a good time for us as as a as a community, as as the world, as a society. And so but at the end of the day, you know, I, I can't do anything about that. I can't control that. The only thing I can control is um, you know, my effort that I put into, you know, my workouts, whatever I put into the playbook and, and just put myself in the best position. So um that's what I'm gonna do. Chris, that's that's the perfect attitude to have. Wouldn't you agree? There's no doubt about it. And in talking to Daniel Jeremiah, the, the lead draft analyst at the NFL Network, he said that Kenneth had the most impressive interviews of, of any player. And he said he talked to multiple teams, not just the Chargers. Uh, you're getting one uh, guy who, who's not only a, a, a bad man, like you said, Jim, on the field, but he's a, he's a first-class person. I want to get to a low heat, Jim, because I've been, I've been playing with this. Is, is it – Notre Dame West is it South Bend by the beach? I don't know. I'm trying to come up with a with a, a new term for this Alohi. You drafted by the Chargers in the sixth round. You, you got a bunch of guys that you used to play with. What was it like to get that call from the Chargers, knowing that you could be reunited with guys like uh, Drew Tranquil and Jerry Tillery? And I don't think you played with Isaac Rochelle, but I'm sure you know a lot about him. Yeah, I mean it was great. Uh, similar to Kenneth, I uh, got a Indianapolis area call, so it kind of threw me off as well. Um, <laughs> Top just throwing you guys off. Yeah, but you know, it caught me off guard, and also similar to Kenneth, I I didn't really talk to the Chargers as much uh, throughout the draft process, pre-draft process. Uh, so get that to get that call is pretty amazing. Um, you know, you know, emotions and whatnot. Uh, you know, so it was pretty cool. You know, Drew and Jerry, those guys all called me as well. Uh, they've been good mentors of mine throughout this whole process and in my career at Notre Dame as well. So uh, it's going to be awesome and. I'm excited to go. Alohi, what, will, what do you think is going to be your biggest adjustment going from uh, collegiate now to the NFL? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different things you got uh, to worry about. Um, you know, just being a pro, first and foremost, taking care of the little things. Um, and that's something I try to pride myself as well in college. But, you know, this, is, this becomes a profession now, and you got to be able to uh, be a professional, um, take care of the little things, and be, pre- be prepared as much as you can to – handle all the different different uh, situations thrown at you. Now, Alohi, we, we know being at, at Notre Dame and a team that you hated to play and was uh, USC, correct? Correct. <laughs> correct. Okay. Where, where, where I am right now. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Alohi, they, they, he knows what's coming. Let me tell you what's coming. Yeah, I, I feel Coliseum, the Coliseum is, is not that far from where I am. Yeah. How many times did you play in the Coliseum? I... Played. I actually only played once. Okay. Were you successful? Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> now, no, no, don't say yes, sir, to me. No, let's just let's let's get rid of that right now. Yeah. Now, you you know you know that rookies are going to have rookie hazing at uh, yeah. when you go. Okay. You know what? One of the things they're going to ask you to do. Was that? Yeah. Sing that fight song. You know that's you know that fight song. USC. No, no, I'm, I'm Notre Dame, man. Come on now. You know that oh, fight song. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Okay, I'll tell you what. Come on, give us give us a little bit of it. Give us a little bit of that fight song. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, I'll put you on the spot. You're gonna be on the spot on the field. Come I don't on. know if I'm ready for that one. Oh, come on. You you, you say you know it. You hey, say, Joshua, Kenneth, see, come on, come on now. You 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 know just a little bit of it, don't you? 
know. You're going to have to catch me on another day for that. Well, get ready. Because it's Chris, you better tell him it's coming. No, it's it's coming. It's coming. The, the next virtual event, Alohi's is going to be the first one in line, and he's going to be singing that Notre Dame fight song. <laughs> hey, Joshua. I want to I want to dive into your story a little bit. Really dive into all three of you guys' stories throughout the next twenty minutes or so. Uh, but you are a local kid. Uh, went to UC Davis, and you walked on to to UCLA. And I had a chance to talk to your running backs coach, Deshaun Foster, about your relentlessness. Uh, I think that may be the first word in this clip. Let, let's go to Deshaun Foster. See what he had to say about you, and then I want you to react to this. Mm. So Josh was relentless in this process. It was um, he was messaging every day, some sort of way. So it was on Twitter. He was calling the office. Like it got to, he did so much that when people just recognized his voice when they when they would call, it was pretty funny. So they just knew who it was. Yeah, like oh, this is Josh Kelly. <laughs> but it was pretty exciting. Now he uh, then eventually he had a camp for our transfers and junior college guys. He came out, performed really well, and the rest is history. The squeaky wheel. He gets it. Hey, what was it What was it like to, to go through that process of knowing that, that you're capable of playing at that next level, playing at a big school like UCLA, and then finally doing it and then delivering upon that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, for me, when I went to UC Davis, uh, you know, those were my only scholarship offer out of high school. So I was there about two seasons, and uh I've always had that internal drive, you know, I've always had that self-confidence that I can play at the highest level in a major conference. So, you know, I took a bet on myself, put myself out there. And it's crazy how UCLA, you know, they kind of entertained me a little bit. <laughs> and that's all I needed. All I needed was that green light. And I was hitting up Coach Foss every day, you know, Monday through Friday, same time. So he knew who exactly who I was. And um, Coach Foss, that's my guy. You know, that's my guy. He played in the league. You know, he's an amazing running back for the Panthers, you know. So that's my guy. He taught me a lot. And, of course, man, I have to be relentless and have to show him, like, he made my decision right. So he's my guy. <laughs> Jim, that's where he got to, to to where he is today. Fourth round pick by the Chargers, about to do big things because of that relentlessness. You know, Chris, one of the things that impresses me about uh, Joshua Kenneth and, and, and Alohi are, is the fact that they are mature young men, they come from great schools. They know that they are role models right now, and especially in these times that we're going through. And I'd like for each of them, Joshua, like you and Kenneth and Aloy, to talk about the responsibility that you have as a professional athlete to the community to be a good citizen and to give back to the community so that other young people will have an opportunity that you're going to have. Joshua, let's start with you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, that's huge for me. I'm out here. I'm local. I went to college out here, high school out here. I've been around the area. So that's an obligation of mine, definitely to give back to the community. And I'm from Lancaster, you know, I'm from Lancaster near Palmdale Desert. So I'm there a lot. <laughs> and I'm definitely, you know, going to make sure that in the community I'm active, you know, giving back, you know, the knowledge and experiences that I've gained. You know, definitely, man, I got to give back to those guys and show them that, you know, everybody can make it. You know, you can work hard, you know, put God first, go to class, learn all that stuff. So it's definitely an obligation and responsibility of mine. Kenneth, what about you? Yeah, you know, I think that's definitely something that's that's huge with me, um, you know, especially because, you know, I, I just remember, like, you know, being a little kid, you know, looking up to the NFL players or looking up to people in my position now um, and wanting to be like that. And so, you know, I, I, I know 
you know, what those kids are thinking. I know, you know, how they feel. And so I just feel like it's an obligation of mine just to, you know, make my presence felt um, throughout the community um, and do, you know, everything that I can to, to, to bring about change and, and help people. You know, I think that's really just one of the attributes about me that I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about and um, I love doing. So, you know, I think, you know, just, you know, when you're in this position, you know, it's a lot of people looking at you, a lot of people that are looking up to you. Um, and it's a lot of kids that, you know, that dream about being in this position because, you know, I was a kid just like them. So um, for me, it's just, you know, just making sure that I, I keep that as an obligation. And Alohi, I know you feel the same way because of, of your background and, and where you came from in, in school. Yes, sir. Yeah, definitely. You know, I came from a, uh, like similar to Josh, you know, I had one offer come out of high school, zero star, um, ended up getting an opportunity, went to the Naval Academy and transferred to Notre Dame myself out there and you know things worked out so and i understand the platform that we have and uh, the opportunity we get to, to serve others and for me coming from a small town out here on oahu uh, not a lot of recognition and people who are able to do this so you know just being able to serve uh, i'm pretty passionate about service as well and just being able to serve uh show people that uh, you can create a vision and be able to accomplish it if you just put your mind to it so you know, i'm excited for that opportunity you know chris it really is amazing about the maturity factor of these three young men and when I listen to what they have said about giving back and things like that, it reminds me of a saying by Dr. Martin Luther King when he said, giving back to your fellow mankind is one of the most noble things that anyone can do. And Joshua and Kenneth and Alohi, I see right now, you're gonna give back not only on the football field, but give back in the community to your fellow mankind. And not only will uh, you be better off because of that, the community is gonna be better off because of that too. So. I just I can hardly wait until you guys get on the field and start rocking and rolling. Yeah, it, it, it's so well said, Jim. And, and, and Kenneth, we know about you on the field, man. But I, I got an opportunity to watch uh, a video from ESPN when you were drafted just about your family. And if you could just expound upon how your siblings have really shaped the, the person that you are today. Man, um, it really changed my life, to be honest, um, you know. You know, to go from a, you know, basically a, a, a two-child household to a five-child household. And, um, you know, then, you know, my, my siblings with their their um, disabilities it was definitely, you know, something that definitely, um, you know, just changed my life, changed my whole outlook on life. And I think for me, it just it just truly just taught me what, what true selflessness is. Um, just seeing how my parents operated, um, seeing the love and the compassion that they had and um, all that they put into it and, um, and then it just, it just ultimately just taught me, you know, what true gratitude is, to be honest. You know, growing up, you know, I've I, I seen, you know, different stages of, of what my, my brothers and sisters went through. And so, you know, you know, seeing them, you know, to start off and not being able to walk, getting them to a point where they could walk and then not being able to walk again and, you know, stuff like that. It just it just makes you grateful for the for the little things in life, just being able to walk and talk and you know, just being able to, you know, simply, you know, if I feel sick, wake up and be able to tell my mama I feel sick. You know, those are things that, you know, my siblings can't do. So simple things in life. You were you were the complete package. And I had a chance to talk to Oklahoma linebackers coach Brian Odom, your coach. And he had some some great things to say about you. This clip particularly stuck out to me. He is a physical, nasty competitor that, that you guys are going to really love to watch and, and kind of rally behind the, the fan base world. My son plays Madden. Um, you know, you create a player. It's like that's, that's who you're creating. And 
not only he's got those intangibles on the field, but you know, he's such a good person. Um, and he will be, he'll be visible um, in, the, in the community. It's got to make you feel good, Kenneth. Yeah, no, nah, Coach Oden. <laughs> Coach Oden means so much to me, to be honest. Um, you know, he just, he like family. So, I mean, you know, what he said, I mean, that is true, though. You know, once I get on, once I get on the field, you know, it's straight business. So, <laughs> I mean, I you you want to hear the words nasty and physical with regards to a linebacker, believe me. You know, he, it, it, Chris, he kind of reminds me a little bit of, of Ray Lewis in his in his mental approach uh, to the game and how he's talking about it. And, and Joshua, I was I was watching you when Kenneth was talking and I could see how you were agreeing with everything that he was saying about what family means to him, what community means to him. And when you have those kinds of, of qualities, that means that he can trust you and you can trust him not only off the field, but on it as well. Joshua. Absolutely, man. Family, that's everything. You know, that's what it's all about. I think, you know, for all of us, you know, low heat, Kenneth, we all know that, you know, what we're doing is a lot bigger than us. You know, playing the game, it's a lot bigger than just me and the next guy next to me. It's everybody's whole collective effort. You know, we all have those core values and family. That means a lot to us. Aloha, who was who was your favorite NFL player growing up and how did he influence you to be the 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 future star that you are right now? Yeah, um, mine is actually different. Uh, I played offense like growing up all up until my senior year of high school, actually. Uh, so I was actually a big Darren Sproles fan. He's probably my favorite player of all time. There you, um, go. you know, I was very undersized guy, uh, very under recruited guy. And he kind of helped me, you know, strike that fire, of, you know, giving that motivation of being able to, to accomplish something regardless of your height, regardless of your size, uh, but the heart you have. So he was the guy that I looked up to and. He was one of my favorite players of all time. So by being under-recruited, you you went in with a chip on your shoulder, something to prove, right? Of course. You got to. Still there. We'll never leave. Chris, they're going to be good. They're going to be all <laughs> right. I, I like this. The group yesterday was good. I like this group, too. They they have the great a mental approach, family approach, and giving back to the community. They got the full package right here. Yep. You know, shortly after Alohi was drafted, his head coach, Brian Kelly, tweeted immediately, like, this is one of the most inspirational leaders in our locker room. And we caught up with Coach Kelly last week. Here's what he had to say about you, Alohi. Passion, uh, a passion that uh, you'll see it both on and off the field. He'll be active in the community. Um He'll be somebody that immediately shows himself on the field in the way that he makes plays. Uh, just great instincts for the game. Some people are made to play the game of football. Uh, God made him to play this game of football. Wow. God made him to play this game of football. That's yeah. Alohi. That, that, that's strong. But here, here's I, I, when, I, when, I, when I listen to these gentlemen talk, the word passion keeps coming up. And Joshua Kenneth – and Alohi, I'd like for each of you to, to talk about what the word passion means to you that not only will it help you off the field, but on the field as well. Joshua? Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, passion is just this burning intensity. Um, this intensity that, you know, I played for the game of football because I love it. I love football. And uh, that's not going to change about me. I love it. I want to be the best, you know, regardless of, you know, where I was drafted, you know, undrafted, drafted. You know, we all compete. We want to be the best. So for me, that passion – 
to be the best and to give back and to be the best off the field as well. That's what it means to me. Wow, Kenneth, what about you? Uh, I think for me, you know, you know, when I when I think of passion, I just think of um, just a lifestyle or a will to just be great at something. Um, you know, for me, you know, football is my life, and you know, I don't I don't say that lightly. Like I I, I truly do eat, breathe, and sleep football. Like literally, like like as a kid, I would go to sleep with my football helmet and my football. Like like I've been doing this since I was a kid, and. You know, just been on this grind, been on this journey. Like, you know, it's just it means so much to me, and I, I think, you know, it's just so important to just have that type of respect for the game. Um, you know, you only get in what you what you put in, and so, um, you know, it's just for me, it's just you know, just truly just my life, and just you know, being passionate. Lohi, what about you? Yeah, I mean, you know, on the same lines as Josh and Kenneth, uh, you know, Coach Kelly kind of talked about it. Uh, you know, it's just it's just a burning desire that you have. Um, and, you know, guys who played and these guys as well know what I'm talking about. Uh, just waking up every day or going to sleep, uh, you know, just, just excited to, to get better, excited to, to work towards something bigger than, than what you've done the, the day before. So, um, you know, that's something that runs deep inside you. And you got to have that if you want to play this game um, on a high level. And I, and I think that's one of the key components, you know, to, to excel at a high level. You know, Chris, the great ones, the true great ones in any sport, have the qualities and the dedication that Joshua, Kenneth, and Alohi are talking about. There is true greatness in you three young men, and uh, it's not going to take long for that greatness to come out because you have all the characteristics of, 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 a, of a loving person, of family, love of teammates, and trust. Because when someone trusts you, that's one of the, that's one of the best qualities you can ever have, gentlemen. It takes a long time to earn it. You can lose it in a split second. So value that word trust throughout the course of your NFL career, not only on the field, but off the field and in the community. Hey, Chris, they're going to be just great. They're going to be just fine. They're going to be just fine. And we only have a few more minutes left, guys. I want to I want to close with a couple of things, but I want to ask you guys, if, if you could, a message to Chargers fans, because I got my finger on the pulse here. I know just how excited people are to see Joshua run the football Kenneth get a bunch of tackles and see a Lowy flying around there. So, uh, Kenneth, we'll start with you. A message to Chargers fans. Um, no, I just want Chargers fans to know that you know you don't get every ounce out of me. Um, you know, you're getting a guy that's extremely passionate about about the game, a guy that you know loves the game of football, has a tremendous a tremendous respect for the game of football, and um, every time I step on the field, you know, I'm, I'm gonna play with extreme effort. I'm gonna fly around. Period. I mean, that's what I do best: fly around. Hmm. Joshua, what about you? Yeah, definitely. I think we're going to get a guy, you know, who loves the game of football, extremely passionate, never going to give up, going to run the ball hard. I mean, I'm going to run the ball hard. You know, that's what I love to do. Love toting the rocks. So I'm going to do that. I'm a pass pro. I'm going to be great at pass pro. Be good at catching ball in the backfield. I'm going to be the complete package. Never die attitude. I'm going to go out there and run hard for him. I'm going to be the best I can in the community and be a smiling, laughing, goofy guy. <laughs> I wish I had enough time to talk about the 289-yard game against USC. We'll have to get to that another time. Alohi, message to Charger yeah. fans. Uh, you know, you know, same guy, a guy that comes into work every day, um, who puts his best effort out every day, uh, who just have, has his hair on fire no matter what, whether he's on and off the field. So, uh, you know, a guy who flies around and is very passionate about the game, uh, loves playing this game, and, We'll give him everything you got as well. So I'm excited. Wow. 
Yeah, Jim. Jim, if you could, if you could just if you could just hold on for for twenty seconds, Jim, because I I have one more thing I want to get to, but uh, I want to remind folks that the Chargers are partnering with L.A. Animal Services to help these undrafted free agents find their forever homes. Look at these five pups; they're actually all available right now, and they'd be a great addition to the team. Go to Chargers.com/slash/dogdraft to build your puppy roster and find out how you can help the undrafted free agents and our local shelters. And Jim, if you thought you were going to get away with not seeing new pictures. Oh, no, 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 year, no, no, You were sadly no. mistaken, my oh, friend, because I got God more. I got more, oh, and I want the rookies to respond to these because we found 19. Oh, buddy. Oh, yeah. Hey. All right. All right. Okay. Hey. Alohi, that's a safety right there, too. He has hey, seven man. interceptions. He's his a bad play. man. That's a bad man right there. Bad man, I'm telling you. Okay. You got the knee pads, knee pads all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, Alohi. Okay. I want you to want you to listen to me very carefully. You're listening, Alohi. Hey, can That's you guys right. you guys get those pictures off? My goodness. No, we're looping these till it's over, Jim. Uh, okay, Alohi. Remember this. When it's when it's time for rookie hazing, just remember this. Da 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 da. We are going to make Alohi sing that next time he's here. Guys, it, it was such a pleasure having all of you. Um, we're we're going to have to do this again soon. Yeah, um, guys, yeah. It, it, a two-night event, and, and none of this could be possible without so many people behind the scenes. Uh, Pete Soto, Sean Tabler, Brian Georgeson, uh, the guys producing this show, our incredible family at CBS LA, and of course, my partner here, the great Jim Hill. Uh, Jim, this was a lot of fun, my man. Yeah, it, it really was. And let me tell you something: uh, these three gentlemen have the it factor. You may not, you may not um, know what it is, but you know it when you see it. You may not be able to describe it, but you know it when you see it and you feel it. And when I look at Joshua and Kenneth and Alohi, when I look at you gentlemen talk and I hear you talk, you have it. So put yep. it on display and go out and have fun. Sure. Thank, hey, Thank you so much. We'll see you doing work at SoFi Stadium in the fall, man. Looking forward to it. Have a great night, everybody. Keep the faith, guys. <laughs>